Hello, hello. Welcome back to the If She Did podcast. I missed y'all last week. Today I'm coming to you with a guest episode. Um, I had the honor of talking with Reagan Lumpkins, who is an amazing coach. She started as a business coach and she is now a sales coach. And I'll tell you what, guys, she knows her shit. And she's also just so insightful and has such in my opinion, awesome opinions. And it was a really fun episode to record. It's a lot more conversational versus question and answer. And I think I know that we talked about some really awesome stuff. So I'm excited for y'all to listen. Before we dive in, some reminders. The Make Instagram Your Side Chick Masterclass is going on on December 2nd. I did have to push the date back a little bit, but it's going to be happening on December 2nd. You can grab a ticket through the link in the show notes. We are going to build your omnipresence. You are going to learn how to market effectively, create a marketing strategy that is unique to you, and then take that marketing strategy and transfer it to multiple platforms so you can start building your omnipresence. And you're going to learn how to do all this in 90 minutes. And I'm really freaking stoked for you. Um, there will be a Q and a, you are going to also have the opportunity of winning prizes all the way up to value of $6,000. So I'm really excited for it. Um, if you haven't grabbed your ticket yet, again, in the show notes, the link to the make Instagram your side chick masterclass will be there. Um, I wanted it to be super accessible. So there's even a payment plan option. So go grab that spot and let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to the If She Did It podcast with your host, business coach and business bestie, Becky Fagan. This is your one-stop shop for all things business growth, energetic alignment, strategy, mindset, and a fun touch of spirituality. Nothing is off limits here and you're bound to leave every single episode inspired, excited, and ready to take massive action in your business. This podcast was created to help create more badass female CEOs and help you see that business gets to be simple, strategic, and fun. Now let's dive in. Welcome to the podcast, Reagan. I'm so excited to have you. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. Okay. So to get started, I want to hear your story. Oh my gosh. Can I speak? Who are you? What do you do? How'd you get to where you are? Tell us all of it. Yeah. So I'm Reagan. I am an online sales coach and my story is kind of a hot mess express. I always tell people I just like took the next best step that I could and I wound up here. So like a lot of you, probably I was in a nine to five that, um, I thought was going to be my forever home and I hated it. It was a super toxic work environment. Um, and also I just didn't love what I was doing. So I was a behavioral and cognitive coach for kids from ages like four to 17. Uh, it was wild. So I was in that job and I was like, okay, yeah, this isn't it. And I was playing with a lot of ideas. Do I go back and get my master's degree? Um, like what the hell do I do with my life? Really? That's just the idea I was playing with. Um, so the first thing I ever did was I started a blog. I was like, okay, I'm going to get famous on a blog. (laughs) I'm going to get paid to write. This is going to be amazing. And so I started a blog and I also started a fake flower shop for weddings. (laughs) 
I'm telling you guys, it's been a wild ride. Um, and so I did that for, uh, I think a year. And I also got into like Instagram influencing and guys, I'm using air quotes for a reason. Cause I was not like this cool influencer by any means. It was actually just me and my husband fighting behind the scenes about taking photos. Cause he's like, I did not sign up for this. And so I did that for a couple of years but I made no money. And I was like, this is not what my purpose is. I was like, I don't want to take photos. I don't want to just write these like fake recipes. Like this just isn't what I felt called to do. And so, you know, by divine timing, I was watching a webinar when I should have been at this girl's wedding dress fitting, but she canceled it. And it was my first ever webinar before I even knew webinars were a thing, y'all. Um, and it talked about like making your purpose, like, you know, profitable. So I got in there and I was like, okay, yay. And so the first thing I ever made was a quarter life crisis averted workshop. So I was talking to people who were struggling right out of college, like I was, and really helping them fine tune their purpose. And what I found was a lot of them wanted to create their own business. So they were like looking at what I was doing and they were like, okay, how do I do that? So that's kind of how I stepped into business coaching. And then as I got into business coaching, the more you're in it, the more you kind of figure out what you love to coach on, what your like gifts are. And that's kind of where I really ended up in like sales and money mindset and self-trust. So I just was always just taking a blind step in faith. And I kind of grounded myself into what I do now, but it's been a wild ride. It always is a wild ride. And so <laughs> much of so much of what you shared is like in some ways similar to what I like my story. I was an influencer, total quotations around uh, around that. Don't know if anybody cared, but I I still managed. I got like I didn't I never made any money, but I was getting like packages sent to me oh, yeah. like every other day. It was fabulous. I loved it. Um, didn't buy a single toy for my dog her first year that I had her because they all just I got them all for free and just talked about them. Um, it was great. So I've been there too. Um, but anyway, I digress. I can, I can talk all day about the old influencer days. Oh yeah. Um, so everyone listening before we started recording, Reagan and I were talking about different directions we could take this episode and something that we decided felt super aligned to talk about is this idea of really, I feel like what it boils down to is like owning your truth online when it comes mm -hmm. to the way you do business. So I feel like you're still, I mean, I'm always hot and bothered about this, but you're a little bit fresh with the hot and bothered when it comes to this topic. So I'm going to let you take it away around this idea of being, I guess, like being straight up, being upfront about the way that you approach business. Yeah. So I think giving some context would be really helpful to start this conversation. So, um, last weekend, so this will be irrelevant to your guys' timeline, but it's relevant <laughs> to me. <laughs> I got a DM and before I want to dive into this, I want to just say, there is nothing wrong with DMing. There's nothing wrong with any strategy, right? I like to just call it for what it is. It's a choice to run your business. That's what strategy really is if we just boil it down. So um, anyway, so I got this DM and someone just asked me if I had hit six or seven figures, blah, blah, blue. And I was like, whatever. Like I just delete those messages because they don't really resonate with me. and didn't mean this person was doing anything wrong. 
And I was curious though, I always get a little curious sometimes and I clicked on this person's profile and she was talking about attraction marketing, okay? And this is where, <laughs> before we started this podcast, what we were really talking about is it is very disingenuous to sell one thing when you're running your business a different way behind the scenes. And what I would love to see in this industry, and I think what we're going to conversate about is how you can just own what you do, have a level of self-trust that people would want to run their business the way you do, and be honest in your marketing about it. Because what she was doing behind the scenes, again, wasn't wrong or right. It was just a strategy, but she was selling an offer that was saying, I make people come to me in the DMs and that's how I make money. And it got me all fired up because I'm like, this is why this industry has trust issues. This is why people feel like they get scammed because how devastating would it be to buy an attraction marketing course or a coach who's teaching this to find out her VA is the one who sends DMs and that's how she signs clients. And so I think this conversation is really going to be about owning what you do And I really think the consumers in our online industry are shifting and changing. They are smarter than ever. And so they really want to know what you do, what you teach, and you better be an embodiment of it. (laughs) Yeah, I, it's, it's so true. And, um, what I think is so interesting, what I, what I really think is so interesting. And apparently I'm just repeating myself today. That's just like the vibe we're, we're going with. We're here for it. Um, so there's this, I I think what's happened is that there is this energy in the online space. So when I started my business and I think probably still, when you started your business as well, there was this perception of like 10 K as fast as you can. And I know that after your first year in business, you talked about how you didn't hit six figures, but why that's okay. And I actually did the exact, I had the exact same kind of Instagram live conversation after my first year in business. Um, And, you know, I think that there's this obsession with hitting 10 K months as fast as possible, six figures as fast as possible. And I think that that's now like flowed into the idea of like attraction marketing and DM sales are bad. So even if I do DM sales, I have to hide that I do them and I have to Mm -hmm. pretend that I do something else because it has to be the dreamy thing. And we continue Mm -hmm. to get caught up in what's dreamy and what's going to sell. But just because you can sell something doesn't mean that you should sell it if it's not actually what you do. Yeah. You said that perfectly. The way you were able to compare this chase of, if I'm just going to be real, these money milestones that are made up, made up y'all, these are all made up somehow, somehow when the online industry got started, they're just like, these are the biggest milestones that you can hit. And if you're not hitting them, then something's wrong with you. And that's just a whole nother podcast, you know, Boop, I'm gonna put that right there. But again, it's selling this dream idea. And what I think really needs to shift is what are your gifts Like, what do you do really, really well? And how are you running your business and sell that? Mm. There is nothing wrong with, again, these DMs or ads or funnels or literally whatever the hell you do. There's so many strategies, right? But don't sell this dream solution because it's popular. Sell the solution that's actually working for you. Yeah, 
Exactly. And I think I'm going to like kind of bring this all together. Um, I feel like I'm using the, the most bizarre like sentence, like I'm saying the most ridiculous things today. It's fine. I'm just like, <laughs> what am I even saying? But the other thing that you had said to me before we started recording was how, what you're really into. So for backstory, you guys, um, Reagan and I both went through a program with Taylor Weaver, where we learned about creating frameworks and how to effectively educate and how to like be better coaches, honestly. And you were telling me that from that, you've realized that something that you really love doing is helping your clients individually create their sales strategy that works for them and that aligns with them and creating it from scratch, not just like a copy and paste method. So I think that this all intertwines because we get so hyper-focused, like a consumer, so a coach, an, an online service provider, whatever, gets so hyper-focused on the idea of being sold attraction marketing or one certain concept that somebody swears could completely change their business and like led them to where they are today, which might not even be true when, and they're buying into that when what they really need is something that works specifically for them. Mm, Yes. (laughs) Like, amen, 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 amen. (laughs) Like, absolutely. And I think And something that I talk about and what we kind of talked about before this podcast is identifying where you're at in business is really important. And sometimes when we don't identify as a beginner, and I really think you're a beginner if you've made less than probably $50,000 in your business, or I'll just say that for now. And when you don't identify where you're at in business, what happens is like you don't identify what you actually need in business, what your business actually needs from you. And so then if you jump into an an attraction marketing course and guys, there's nothing wrong with attraction marketing. I love attraction marketing. It actually works really well after you have some building blocks, right? If that's the first thing that you jump into and you don't know your offer very well, you don't know even how to talk, you don't know your messaging, what happens is you're going to be really disappointed because you haven't fine-tuned the basics, mastered the simple stuff that would really help you in that. And so again, it's just like redefining that being a beginner is sexy, redefining like how you want to run your business, like the vision, your, your gifts, that's way more important than selling something you're not doing behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think something I'll, I'll never forget this. I think it was probably my first year in business. I was scrolling through Instagram and I was, I read this post from like a really well-known at the time business coach who was saying that if you are having any conversations in the DMs, not just starting conversations, but any kind of conversations, you're doing it wrong. And all you need is content to like get clients. And like, that's it. As long as you have the content, you're going to be able to sign clients and you don't have to have any conversations. And I remember getting really frustrated because I knew that that I was like, no matter what, it's not true. Even if we're doing attraction marketing, half, at least half of those people are still going to DM us and ask us questions before mm-hmm. they actually sign on with us. They're not going to necessarily automatically go book a sales call or pay us thousands of dollars to work with us. Right. Mm-hmm. So I remember seeing that and getting so frustrated. And I think, again, it's just this, 
this unclear focus, right? Like we're trying so hard to chase after whatever it is that we're looking for. And even like not being identified as a beginner when there's nothing wrong with identifying as a beginner, right? Like what's wrong with like, who cares? Like we're so focused on like the shiny object, perfect things. And it's just so crazy, honestly, to me. But with all of this being said with like this idea of like, Um, all entrepreneurs, but especially those beginners, like chasing after those shiny objects and being so focused on like, essentially almost like getting a copy and paste method from somebody else, because they think that that's the solution. Mm. As someone who's really into creating unique sales strategies for your clients and like working with them on that, what is your take on that concept of like the one size fits all model that some coaches sell? Y'all. Let's take this out of business just for a second. Those one size fit all dresses or pajamas, do we like them? <laughs> no, we don't. We literally don't. It Because there's just no such thing. If there is a one size fit all strategy, everybody and their mom would be on Instagram making millions of dollars. That's mm-hmm. just true. There, what It's so strategy- I always tell people is the easy part too. Once you get a strategy that really aligns with who you are, your gifts, your like your skill set and your vision, that's the easy part. What what when you were talking, Becky, all I could think about was like, this is so much about our ego. Are we using the best methods, the most popular methods? Are we hitting this 10K month so we can take a screenshot of it and put it on Instagram? Like, are we traveling to Bali, like with our laptop? Like so much of our business has began to be about feeding our ego and looking good to others that we've completely have lost what our business is to do. And A, it's to give us a level of freedom, duh but it's really about other people. It's about your mission. And I think that gets lost in the sauce when we're just trying to keep up with the, I don't want to say the cool kids, but like the coolest things, the trending things, right? When really, if you just developed a sales process, right? With your gifts and by gifts, I mean what you're naturally good at, right? I love speaking. That's why we are on podcasts and have our own podcast, right? That's a gift of mine. I'm going to make that the top of my funnel and I'm just going to own it. I'm not going to jump on YouTube because I don't like being on video. I'm weird. I don't know what to do with my hands. Right. And so from that process of really just understanding that developing it from there. And so helping people to find that and fine tune it and know that it's enough. I think that's the kicker. Am Mm -hmm. I enough? Is this enough? Like that's what really transforms your business. That's so true. And I think another thing that is really important that a lot of people don't realize, and I don't even think like, I think that a lot of people at a lot of stages don't realize it because as I've been, um, creating an offer, a mastermind for the higher level entrepreneur that wants to expand and wants to be on multiple platforms and all of that, I've realized because I'm all about simplicity is that it's really actually very simple. It doesn't have, I, I do 100% stand by like, let's start on one platform and wait to expand because the overwhelm is totally there. Mm-hmm. But quite frankly, if you actually understand marketing and how to create a strategy, being on multiple platforms is quite simple because it's just about taking that strategy 
and utilizing it amongst like one, two, three, four, however many platforms. It's not about creating something new for everyone. It's just you like tweaking it for each platform. Right. So anyway, in creating this higher level mastermind, I've realized that you have to go back to the basics first, because a lot of people do not, even if they're taught how to create a marketing strategy, how to create a sales strategy, they don't fully understand that that's what they're being taught. Yes. You know, and that's something that I have realized recently is that that's a lot of the problem. And I think that that's part of why people go after these people that are saying one thing and doing another because they're saying the like dreamy, like sexy thing. And people are jumping on that, but they don't even know why they're jumping on that because they don't fully understand what a marketing strategy even looks like or what a sales strategy even looks like. Yeah. And I always think marketing in the past, and I, I'm hoping again, with some radical transparency and re- like just taking responsibility that we don't market what you want, sell you what you need. We market what you need and you get what you need. Right. I'm always like, I'm not going to tell you what you want. Right. I'm just going to straight up tell you what you need. And it's not sexy. Like you need a lot of mindset work. And you probably are like, no, don't make me like, that's not going to work. You probably need to know that you have a lot of gaps in your foundation of your business, right? And your sales and your messaging and your framework, right? And if you do not go deeper instead of wider, that's all I always say, go deeper instead of wider. It does not matter because at that next level, that foundation is cracking and you can't, you can't continue to sustain. It's like you wouldn't go into a house that has cracks all over the place. Water's coming in. There's mold and put up pretty wallpaper. You would have to leave and rebuild that baby from the ground up. And I think, again, it just goes back to your ego. Well, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm too far in advance. Like, Let's, again, let's not make it about your ego. Let's just make it about what your business needs and what you need. Yeah, it's so true. You have to go back to the basics sometimes because I think that the biggest thing, and this is even something that I've realized about myself as someone that like built her business on a beginner program is I was so concerned about giving them everything all at once that I'm even like, I have to go back to the basics and I have to simplify things. Like we don't need to be creating a whole crazy launch within your first 12 weeks of owning a business, like we should be building up your, we should be doing other things first. Right. So shifting that in the way that I coach and how I help my clients. But I think that the thing is a lot of people don't realize it. And then we're rushing. It's like, it's, it's the, the problem is we're building businesses off a cracked foundation from the start is really what it is because we are in an industry where there's this pressure. It's almost like the societal pressure within the industry mm-hmm. to help our clients get the fastest results as quick as possible and the best results and the most money and all of this. And so we cut corners. Yes. And that's the thing that needs to change because then things get go missing. And maybe the first six months are great and they do really well, but then the cracks start to open more mm-hmm. and things kind of start to fall apart. I mean, even me, I look back and I've worked with some great coaches, but even still I'm like, shit, maybe I wouldn't have like 
basically started fresh every single year since I started my business and like redid my entire product suite if I had a more solid foundation when I started. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's because it's all copy and paste. I am like so against copy and paste. Like it's like a hill I will die on. Like the copy and paste content, the copy and paste sales strategy, the copy and paste, even sales page copy. Like it is driving me crazy because what that actually just means is that you don't know what you're doing. And I say that with so much love because that was me. Like the only reason I'm in this space to talk about this is because for two years, I've been running my business. I've been working with clients and I've been coached differently and I've gotten different credentials and I'm like, okay, there's just these huge gaps, right? And you don't know until you do know, but since I do know, I'm like, copy and paste isn't where it's at, especially, especially as a beginner. Mm -hmm. Because what's happening is you're taking somebody else's words, you're taking somebody else's strengths and skill set and gifts, and you're trying to make fetch happen in your business. And it, and it does work. That's the issue. It works for a little bit. And then you're out of that coach's container and you don't know what to do. And I think that's what creates codependency. That's what, why our mindsets just go straight down the drainy drain. And then you look to the online space and you see everyone winning and you think there's something wrong with you, but there's nothing, nothing's ever been wrong with you. It's just a deeper need to understand and a deeper need to believe in yourself and trust yourself to run your business on your own way. Mm -hmm. Like Becky, you have a product suite. Like I only have two offers, right? There's a tons of ways to run your business. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I built my business off of one offer and it's not serving me anymore. So I'm changing that next year and I'm going to have a lot, like by the end of the year, I'll probably have a lot of offers and I'm daunted as hell by it, but I'm going to do it because it's new and different and fun. You know, like there's so many different ways to run a business. Um, even like circling all the way back to what we started to start with at the beginning. It's like, there's nothing wrong with sending. I mean, (laughs) I'm not the biggest fan of sending cold DMs. I don't think it's the best, uh, most um, genuine way of building a business. But if that's what serves you and you're not afraid to say, this is what I do and this is what I'm going to teach you how to do because I'm not sure what else you would be teaching. You yeah. know, like if that's if that's what serves you, that's that's one approach. But for those that are like running from that and want nothing to do with that, there's other things too. There's happy mediums where there's a mixture of sales techniques. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, there is attraction marketing. Like Reagan said, once you build that foundation to be able to utilize attraction marketing effectively, there's so many different ways to sell and create the strategy that serves you, but you have to really what you have to do is you either have to identify the way that you want to sell and hire a coach. that's going to teach you how to sell in that way. Or you need to say, I have no idea. And I need to hire a coach that knows all of the ways and can help me figure out what works for me. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that takes a level of you shutting off the noise and getting off of Instagram and really asking yourself, what do I need? And if you don't know what you need, all you have to do is look back and think, what is not working? What do I absolutely don't want to do? And what am I really good at? And then from that space, you can really move forward. You can really be like, okay, 
I'm really good at being funny, making people laugh, like being witty. I would say utilize the hell out of reels, right? Make reels happen for you. Mm-hmm. And from this place of reels and developing messaging, right? You can move into, okay, how do I now funnel people into working with me, right? It's just yeah. like, again, just going back to the basics, but I always feel like, I don't know if this resonates with you, but I feel like the things that people miss the most at the basics and why I kind of created a framework around this was self-trust, messaging, and sales. Like if it came back to anything, it was always like, that was where it was really, really rocky. Yeah. No, I mean, I would completely agree. Like if you don't trust yourself, you can't do the other things and the messaging and the sales is where it all comes, what it really all comes down to at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, and something else I think is really interesting. And I think it kind of goes into that as well Is this, you know, with again, the like almost ego in the online space, Mm -hmm. there's this idea of like business coaches are going to make the most money and anybody else is not. And I'm just going to come in and I think this sounds cool. So I'm going to do this. And people come in and pick random ass things that they have no background in to start a business and then wonder why it's not clicking for them when they forget how many skills they really have. So like, you know, something that my friend encouraged me to do that I was like, why in my three years of business have I never thought of this is like owning what you went to school for owning your degree. We like, so, and it's okay if you're not, if you're listening to this and you don't have a degree, there's obviously nothing wrong with that. We all have our paths, but if you went to school and you have a degree and said degree can be a selling point for why you are good at what you do and why you have experience, why are we not using it? Like, for example, as a business coach, a business degree, isn't the only answer, right? Like that is not the only answer. Um, using myself as an example, I went to school for journalism. I minored in business, but I went to school for journalism but that taught me how to be a damn good writer that taught me a lot that taught me how to the importance of omnipresence. I had to code a freaking, it was ugly as hell, but I had to code a website for a class in journal when I was a journalism student. So like, there's so much that I learned that can be brought into my business today. And it's like, why do we not own these things? We think that, you know, Mm. we think that our past isn't worthy, but our past is what brought us to where we are today. And we learn things along the way to get us here. And that in and of itself can be a way to sell, like a, something that I lean into a lot for selling and it kind of circles into attraction marketing, but I use storytelling and I share my background to build authority and mm. to, sh- to like connect with people and to relate to them. And it speaks to them. And that's what pulls them towards me um, is sharing those stories. So there's so many different ways, but I think that it's just so important to own your experience or even using, um, using our past coach Taylor as an example, right? Mm -hmm. Like she did like beach body and then she was a VA and then she was a business coach. And she was like, hang on, I have like a background in education. Like I was a teacher. Why am I not teaching people how to educate? No one knows how to educate as coaches. Like, why are we not doing things that we actually are good at? (laughs) Yeah. And I think you hit the nail on the head when you started. It it was this. We think it's not going to sell. We think that the only thing that sells is money. And I just want to like give you guys an example of what's like, uh, like I hired a dietitian this year at a really bad case of food poisoning that gave me like a consistent bloat. And 
her ROI had nothing to do with business growth had nothing to do with money had nothing to do with any of that. It was like, Hey, we're going to get rid of this bloat. And that's exactly what I wanted. And I say this to you because people are seeking your solution. But when you have decided that only people want to make more money or save money or learn strategy, what you do is you really cut off all the people who are wanting, who are seeking your solution. And the truth is they're finding people who are talking about it, even because you're not right. People are still hiring relationship coaches, you know, mindset coach and nutrition and coaches, and it has nothing to do with money because people value a lot of things outside of money. But I think we forget that because the online space is just really loud and we are taking responsibility of what we're taking in. It's so true. And I know for everyone listening, I know this podcast has gone in like a bunch of different directions, (laughs) but I do have to like, since we're on this now, I have to say that for you, part of me is like, do I even say this? Because what Reagan just said is like so good and so true. But for anybody that needs this, I'll say this too. If you really, really think about it, you can tie anything back to making more money. Like if you really think about it, because Reagan, if you didn't hire the health coach, nutritionist, whoever you hired to help you with your health, when you felt bloated and uncomfortable, you may have spent two months sitting on your couch, not feeling good instead of working in your business and making money or like somebody that hires a relationship coach, they might be in like the most miserable relationship and they want to learn to like find themselves. so They can find something happy. And when they get out of their relationship, they move to a new city and they get this promotion. Like you can connect anything to making somebody's life better. And in return, they end up with more money at the end of the day, if you really, really wanted to. Um, if you need, if you feel the need to like tie everything back to money, but that's the crazy thing is like when you are your best self and basically most coaches are helping you in some way, become your best self or mm-hmm. your business to be its best business or whatever it is. Um, you, you're always going to end up making more money when you're your best self. <laughs> that is so true. And that might, that knowledge can maybe help your brain get on board too, like behind the scenes. If you really just need a bridge to like believing your thing is like worthy of selling online. Like something that I like talked with one of my clients with is like, the reason you're not like in full trust of your transformation is because you haven't thought about it very much. Right. Take it seven levels deep. Like take your baseline transformation and then ask yourself what that does and then take that and ask yourself what it does. And what you're going to find is you change their life, like in all different types of industries. And and once you're grounded in that, you can be free from this thought of, I have to be a business coach. I have to be a money coach to make money. Yeah. It's not required, not required at all. (laughs) not required. There are so many, so many things you could do to make so much money. I've seen extremely, extremely well off health coaches, nutritionists, mindset, all the things, all Mm -hmm. the things it's all possible. So, um, I think moral of the story here, own what you do. Don't be afraid to own what it is that you do and how, like for business coaches, especially, how you get your results. Don't sell one thing and do another thing. That's icky. Mm -hmm. Um, own what you do in general, own your background, own your experience and 
lean into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to wrap everything else up. What, what else, what else have we talked it's about? It's just like, yeah, it's just like being an embodiment of yeah. your work. I think if you're your best client, you'll always have clients. Yep. Like it's just totally being an embodiment of what you say on Instagram stories and what you do behind the scenes. Right. And we started the conversation like really heated because that isn't what we're seeing all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. So this isn't about shaming. This is about where can you be a leader and step into that role of, okay, I want to rise to the occasion of being the best of the best of what I do, being my best client, being an embodiment of what I teach. And and then I'm going to sell that. It's not going to be anything different. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I feel like that's the perfect ending to this episode, but before we go, Reagan, where can everybody find you? Yeah, come find me on Instagram at underscore Reagan, R-E-G-A-N storm. Um, I'm on my stories. I post. It connects to my podcast. And if you did listen to this, come say hi to me. I don't bite. <laughs> I would love to you to introduce yourself. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm hanging out. Amazing. Thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, it was so much fun. I don't know about you, but I think that was a pretty dope episode. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. And as always, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would leave a review for the podcast. The more reviews, the more ears that this podcast can get into, the more lives that we have the potential to change and to help when it comes to business. So get at them, leave a review. It would mean the world to me. And as a reminder, if you share and tag me, um on instagram stories that you're listening to the podcast you will be entered to have a coffee on me next week so lots of fun there don't miss out on that opportunity go share 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 and i will catch you next week on the initiative podcast